Today we're going to wrap up our Global Impact Month and our series, Love Your Neighbor. This month we have targeted our four main missions emphasis. In the first week we targeted caring for needs. And we uh, targeted in on Convoy of Hope. Uh, week number two, we targeted planting churches, and we talked about how important that it is that, that, that churches uh, are represented in every single community. It's exciting that we partner with a couple of ministries that are literally planting thousands of churches around the world. This past week, we focused in on our heart for defending the orphan, and we highlighted our partnership with Family First and Phased In. Well, today, uh, our focus is on our fourth main missions emphasis at the Grace Place, and that is sharing the word, sharing the word. It's one of our core values. At the Grace Place, we value the written word of God. Would you say amen? I said at the Grace Place, we value the written word of God. We believe that it is infallible. We believe that it is life-altering. We believe that it is life-changing. We believe that God's word can literally work miracles. Well, here's what I believe, and that is the greatest gift that we can give to a person other than Jesus is his word. I'm going to say that again. In fact, I'm going to say it four or five times in this message today. And that is the greatest gift that we can give to a person other than Jesus is his word. Actually, giving the Bible to somebody is the same as giving them Jesus. John chapter 1 tells us so. Well, today we watched a video promoting the fire Bible. Our church, say our church. Yeah, our church. In the past nine years, our church has paid for approximately 20,000 fire Bibles to be placed in the hands of pastors and leaders around the world. And most of those pastors and leaders have never, ever owned a copy of the Word of God. Can you imagine a pastor without a Bible? I mean, I, I have a hard time wrapping my mind around that, a, a pastor without a Bible. Can, can, can you even imagine a pastor with a Bible, but without any commentary or study notes or words of instruction? See, I don't know about you, but I've read this book over and over, and I want to tell you, there's some difficult things in this book. There's some things that are really hard to understand. Most of you that have been around for very long have heard the story of my wife and I who were married at the age of 17. Let me say I do not recommend that. <laughs> not only were we married at the age of 17, but we became pastors of a little church at the age of 17. Can you imagine the wisdom that must have come from that pulpit, from that church? One day, I preach an incredible, powerful message on the Calamites. I mean, have you ever heard about the Calamites? You ever heard? The Bible says the Calamites need to be overcome. We need to overcome our Calamites. After church at lunch, my wife said, sweetheart, the word is calamities. <laughs> hey, I was raised in an Assemblies of God pastor's home. I went to Sunday school every Sunday. I listened to thousands of sermons, and I still preached about the Calamites. Can you imagine what is being preached around the world in the name of the Lord without even a Bible and without any study notes? 
Yeah, I believe that the greatest gift that we can give to a person other than Jesus is his word. I'm going to give you three quick reasons why I believe this. First of all, this morning is because we receive hope from the word. We receive hope from the word. Listen, if you've never traveled to a third world country, you absolutely have no idea of what true hopelessness is. At least you do not know it to the degree that they do. I've been there. I've seen it. I've felt the oppression. But Psalm 119 verse 81 says, the psalmist said, I am worn out waiting for your rescue. Oh, he says, but I have put my hope in your Word. We receive hope from God's Word. God's Word is literally a book of hope. But here's the problem. You must have God's Word in order to receive hope from God's Word. Here's what I believe, and I believe that the hopeless can become hopeful through God's Word. Do you believe that this morning? The hopeless can become hopeful through God's Word. Psalm 130 verses 1 and verse number 5 says, From the depths of despair, O Lord, I call for your help. I am counting on the Lord. Yes, I am counting on Him. I have put my hope in His Word. Through God's word, we can find hope for every situation. And through God's word, we can find hope for eternal salvation. I ask you this morning, what could be more satisfying? I ask you today, what could be more fulfilling? I ask you today, what could be more rewarding than to offer hope to the hopeless? But not only do we receive hope from the word, but also we receive help from the word. Some 20, verse 1 and 2 says, In times of trouble, may the Lord answer your cry. May the name of the God of Jacob keep you safe from all harm. May he send you help from the sanctuary. I cannot tell you how many times people have said to me on the way out of church, Oh, pastor, the message that you preached today, it was exactly what I was needing. Oh, oh or, or, or pastor, I've had them to say, Pastor, do you have my house bugged? Because what you addressed today was exactly what has been going on in my, in my family and in my home this past week. Are you sure you don't have my house bugged? Oh, I say, no, I'm not. I'm not listening in at your house, but the Holy Spirit is. Amen? Here's what I know, and that is the written word of God, whether being preached or being carefully read and studied, offers help to us. I believe that I am a better person. I believe that I have a better life because I have, I have studied and I have applied the principles of God's word to my everyday life. Let me say it this way this morning. Practical instructions for the hard issues of life are available through God's word. Psalm 119 verse 105 says, God's word is a lamp unto my feet and it is a light unto my path. Let me ask you this morning, do you want to help someone? Oh, would that bring some, some joy? Would that bring some satisfaction? Would that bring some fulfillment? How many of you this morning, do, do you want to help someone? Well, listen, if you want to help someone, provide them with a Bible, a Bible filled with practical instructions on how to better their life. Somebody said, give a hungry man a fish and you'll feed him for a day. Teach him how to fish and you'll feed him for the rest of his life. 
God's written word, I believe, will teach us how to fish. God's written word will equip us for life. Do you want to help someone? Then provide them with a Bible in their own language that they can read and study and learn from. Place God's word in the hands of pastors. Oh, oh, who can multiply the effectiveness of God's word by teaching and preaching to their churches, not stories, not fables, not half-truths that have been passed down to them by former generations, but instead, oh, they were able, they were able to preach and teach all the unsearchable riches of God's life changing word. Well, not only do we receive hope and help from God's word, we receive healing from the word of the Lord. Psalm 107 verse 20 said, he sent his word and healed them. Here's what I believe, and that is the hurting can be restored to health through God's word. Whether we are suffering physically or emotionally or mentally or in any other way, God's word is a great source for healing. Isaiah 53 and 5 said he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole and he, he was whipped so that we could be healed. If you look close enough, you can find Jesus in every book of the Bible. He might be clearly mentioned or he might be veiled in a type or a shadow. But the Bible is a book about Jesus. The Old Testament speaks of the promise of his coming, both his first and his second. The New Testament reveals the provision of that promise. When we give people a Bible, we are literally giving them Jesus. A saving Jesus. A sanctifying Jesus. A satisfying Jesus. A supernatural Jesus. A soon returning Jesus. I ask you this morning, who wants to help give Jesus to those that have never heard of him through giving them a copy of God's word. Well, the takeaway today, you've been very, very quiet. I think it's because we had a 20-minute video, and you're thinking, preacher's going to preach 40 minutes. Wow. <laughs> I should have told you up front. The takeaway for the message today is, and that is, I've said it twice, say it again, the greatest gift that we can give to a person other than Jesus is his word. Because when we are giving people the word, we are giving them Jesus. We are giving them hope, and we're giving them help, and we are giving them healing. Let me ask this question this morning. Is it fair that we have three, four, five Bibles in different translations, and approximately three billion people in the world have none? Think about how many Bibles you have. I saw an account mine, but I, I'm not sure I could. I mean, we got a half a dozen Bibles just laying around at the house. A half a dozen Bibles in my library. And then through the internet, we have access to, wow, 
every translation there. Is, is it fair? Is it fair that we have three, four, five Bibles laying around in different translations? And yet nearly half of the world has none. Is that fair? And is it fair that I have access to an unlimited amount of study resources and so, and so many, if not most, pastors around the world have little to none? I'm doing my part to change that. Will you? I said, I'm doing my part to change that. Will you? Father, I pray that you'll take the video that Pastor Rod did such an outstanding job with today. God, I pray, Lord, that touched the heart of the people. And God, this little sermon in or whatever it is today, Lord, I pray that you will take it, God, not what I put together, but your word, oh God, your word. Oh God, I just pray that you'll help us today. Help us today. I need you, Holy Spirit, to do what I am unable to do. Jesus' name.